Miguel, we'll have to buy that. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Anything More, Anything Goes. My name's Miguel. And I'm Brendan. And welcome to episode 88, folks. Happy 2024. We are back after our break. Got a brand new set. Brand new set. We're at a bar. We're having a good time. Brendan. Same old podcast. The same old Just podcast. Getting a little used to where the cameras are now. Yes, it's a little weird, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Brendan, <laughs> we're not going to make today a big deal. No. You're going to tell me about the movies that we saw. Two more movies that fucking disappointed Three. us. One, we liked. Sort of. You have to be more clear, but we'll get there. <laughs> Let's talk about the, uh, I guess we'll say the most popular one first, Mean Girls. Yes. 2024. Can you guess uh, the budget right off the bat? 30. 30? 36. You were pretty close. Okay. That was good. That's the best one I've done so That's, far. Yes, it is. After you said like 14 for something that was 120. <laughs> Box office. What do we think it's going to hit? 87. 31. But it's going to hit 87. Only Saturday. It's a four-day weekend, yes. Some of the projections are very early. It is, uh, what is today? Saturday? Today's Saturday, the yeah. day that we're recording this, so it's really very early estimations. I assume it's going to hit 40. Give it another two weeks, it'll break even. Then it's going to be in pure profit. What did you think, right? So this is Mean Girls. It's, it's a lot of people are just saying it's a reboot. It's a re- I'm trying to figure out how to sit on this new set. A lot of people are saying it's like a remake, a reboot, a something-something. People it, like you and me have known from the beginning that it's, it's the musical brought to the movie screen. What I love is... You went in seeing the musical, the original, whatever. So you have both yes. of those comparisons. I 100%. only saw the movie. Did not give a fuck about the musical. No, you did not. I've tried to force it down your throat. You hate it. So what I really enjoyed about this movie is a lot of those musical elements are things that I saw for the first time. Ah, yes. So yes, yes, yes. a lot of things that pissed you off royally. I'm like, oh, my oh God. look at I that. That's so neat. Angry. Okay, that's cool that they did that. And you're just like, it's not, it's not the fucking same. Yes. It's not the same, and I can't handle it. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know what you're mad about. This is joyful. Like, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I mean, if, if we want to talk about the good stuff, like, I'll, I'll say the things that I liked. The casting of the plastics I thought was great. Yeah. They didn't really get enough screen time or screen presence to compare to the original. I absolutely love... The original cast, uh, yeah. I can't remember her name right now. Not, not the Rachel stressed McAdams. out. The, no, the stressed the out one. one. What's what's your character's name? I can find out. You don't know the character's name? There's Karen. There's um, Regina. Regina, and then there's Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen, yes. So the girl who originally did Gretchen, Gretchen? never had problems with growing no, up at never. all. But seeing this, the girl brought a lot more emotion to she the did. character. There was she a lot actu- more. She seemed actually stressed out exactly. instead of her yes, just exactly. being a normal girl and then every once in a while she's mm. snapping. Yes. Um, I think, so, so what's crazy, right, is is when you, I'm not a person that's on Broadway anymore. I don't do plays anymore, any of that stuff. Yeah. So I'm just speaking from past experience. In order to do things on Broadway, you really have to emote significantly because that, whatever sound you make or face that you make needs to travel across the audience. Yeah. It felt like they were doing that, but in front of the camera. So it felt like, Gretchen was a perfect example of someone being like, I'm super fucking stressed. And it translated fucking perfectly yeah. through the camera. But you can tell she was like, the original Mean Girls was like, oh, I'm on a movie set. I'm doing this. I'm like a real person. She was like, this is... The only issue I had with any of the new casting was yeah. Karen because of the musical aspect of it. Because she would go from being completely just an airhead and then break out you... into perfectly oh, choreographed, danced, yeah. and then just like singing perfectly and everything. Yeah. And I'm like... That doesn't feel like you're in no, character whatsoever. No, you should, you should be singing out of tune. You should be you the should idiot. Be, yes. Like, you should not be able to be in choir. No. And it, her like going from just cat. being like, I'm going to poke myself in the nose with this straw because I'm too dumb to drink, mm. but I'm going to hit all these moves perfectly exactly. and like belt... It like, takes you out of it. Yeah. It's, it's this point of like the music was supposed to help explain and elongate yeah. the story and instead it just took you out of it? What I absolutely loved is there's one scene where she's sitting in her math class, whatever the fuck level mm. it was, and she just sits there and I'm like, 
no, they're going to do a song. I can tell they're going to fucking do a song. And then the background dims. You start singing. And I audibly laughed in the theater, but I'm the only one who did. You did. And then I saw online other showings where the entire theater all together went, Burst out in line. oh, yeah. no. And yeah. I'm like, it, that was the most egregious yes. one where you're like, this is just a scene. Mm. And it was like, it didn't need the song. No. And no, it no. was really weird because there were certain moments where you would be like, there's like song, song, song. And you're like, mm. okay, I'm watching a musical. And yeah. then there'd be like four or five scenes where not you're, a single song just showed like, up. This is a regular movie. And I'm I like, forgot oh, that yeah, music. this is just whatever. And then it shows up out of nowhere at a place and you're like, yeah. Damn, so, man, you really fucking ruined it. There, there was just a lot of things <laughs> like that. And the, one of the worst things for me was um, the. Math, uh, mathletes thing. She's like, well, the yes. does not exist. Yes, yes, yes. I felt like that was supposed to be kind of a bigger moment in the original mm. movie, and because of this, she's like, I'm gonna sing a song. The limit does not exist, and I'm like, you just you ruined the build-up because you took yes. 30 seconds to get there, and yes. we all knew where the fuck it was going. So let me talk to you from the point of view of the musical now. Okay. Right. So I can't figure out who who the fuck this movie's for. Right, because the people, because I said this when we walked out, the people who love the original movie, who wanted a remake, it's not for them because there's too much music. The people that love the musical, this is not the Broadway musical put to screen and like maybe the budget's a bit higher or like Rent where they, they add a, a bunch of heavy electric guitar. This is like they changed most of the songs, including the melodies and the tempos and everything to sound like a fucking Billie Eilish song for two hours. Okay. As someone who they didn't were, watch the play and everything, yes. there were a couple times I'm like, this just feels very Billy. It, yeah, exactly. And, and like to someone who didn't know anything, which is very there was, apparent. There's specific parts in the musical that I really fuck with, right? When the yeah. plastics come in, I've shown this to you. There's an entire musical number of each one of them introducing themselves, and it's hilarious. The part where Damien and Janice introduce, like, these are the mathletes, these are these people. It's a musical number, and it's great, because it's funny. You get to the point of the talking about the band kids. They're like, they love fucking and tromboners. Yeah. You're like... That's funny. <laughs> yes. You're like, that's funny. In this, they skip over the little stuff and then they'll be like, my name is Regina George. And you're like, I saw this movie 20 years ago. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. What's the purpose? It, it was really weird because like nothing against Rachel McAdams, mm. but the way they describe Regina George was not Rachel McAdams. No, not at all. And in this, the girl definitely is Regina. Um, but then the girl who played um, Lindsay Lohan's character, Katie, uh, Definitely not as pretty as Lindsay Lohan, and like it's one of those things where she walks in and they're like, "You're hot enough to be part of this clique," and I'm like, "You're standing next to the girl who's playing Regina. You are mm. not the same." No. Um, no, no, no. So it, it was less believable than like what it was because like that was the mm. entire thing. Like you had Lindsay Lohan being the outcast. Obviously, the attractive girls are going to be like, "Yeah, of you're course. part of us." Yeah. But not the girl from you know Spider Man, who's uh yeah. like a background character who's not a fan men. of hers at all. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, that's where she's from. I totally fucking forgot. Yeah. Uh, to circle back, right, for someone who, from the musical perspective, they cut so many songs... Did they? ...that I enjoyed. Okay. And 90% of the songs that they did keep that they flipped, I hated, mm -hmm. right? So in, in the beginning, there's Cautionary Tale, which is them, they're in front of the phone, and it's, yeah. it's Janice and fucking whatever his name is. They're singing. That was great. That was one for one. I was like, that's how everything should start. Yeah. But then that first song that she gets into in the musical, it's this big, belty, like, it's called It Roars. It's this, like, man, my name is whoever. I'm really excited to go to the U.S. I'm going to do all this stuff. Look at me. And I get here, and I'm fucking disappointed. But I'm here, and I'm like a lion. And in this, she's like, my, that's not who I am. Because she couldn't build she she that up. And, like, I understand maybe it's a charisma thing. You know, maybe on set or in the, inter in the uh, audition, mm -hmm. she was great. They loved her. They were like, oh, my God, you're cute as a fucking button. We're going to make you do whatever. And then yeah. when you turn and you're like this badass, it's going to be cool. 
from a musical perspective, if you were going to use her, it needs to just be a remake. If you're going to have somebody play that specific part mm -hmm. and you're going to use the music from the musical, she needs to be someone who can fucking carry it. She she did do the, <clears> like, <throat> I'm a bitch now well, which I didn't expect her it's to do. It's the singing is what I mean. Yeah, the singing but, but I'm saying, not there. I, you're talking about the charisma and stuff yes, like that yes. in there. And like the, I remember she's sitting at the lunch table, she got her arms back. Like, you mm. look like an asshole. You're like, you are um, a piece well, of shit. You're a real and piece. I don't remember feeling like that <laughs> with Lindsay Lohan when she no, did it. never. And that, that's a lot of like what felt a bit more. The only person I did not find it as an improvement is I keep forgetting the character's name, but the one who Lizzie Kaplan originally played. Um, so Janice. Janice, yes. I thought she was great. She was good singing wise. She was great. She but was like great. as far as the talented. character goes, like I love Lizzie Kaplan, so mm. like it's kind of hard to replace her. The only change that they made for the movie, I don't know if it's the same in the Broadway <clears> play, <throat> um, is that in the movie, uh, Janice and Damien go to the like. Spring Fling or whatever the hell mm. it is together and yeah. they're both wearing the same suit and I love that gag. Yeah. And then this I have no she idea about the musical. Went with another woman and she opened the door and it was just a black girl who and uh, Damien there was no context of her yeah, beforehand. Damien's a black guy in this so uh, she also looked a bit older to me so I'm like oh that must be his mom. And <laughs> and I'm like so he's coming out in the suit because that's just what I expected. Yeah. That was my expectation. And then, and then it cuts and he's with dating. all these girls I'm like who are all those girls? It must be it's a musical those are just backup dancers. Yeah. Whatever. And then it cuts to when he's at the prom by himself uh, sprinkling by himself out. and then she's with that other girl I'm like mm. who is this woman? Like what is happening? No context here? whatsoever. Yeah, and to she me, still wore the suit, but yes. he didn't, and that's yes. what I was really upset about. That bothered about. me a lot. I, I can understand where that's coming from. I think Janice is great in talking about the songs that were cut and the songs that weren't. A lot of it didn't make sense for what stayed. Yeah. But the one thing that I'm really glad they they kept is is the moment when uh, I want to say Lindsay Lohan. It's not that's that's the name of the actress. Yeah. When she comes out of the party and Katie. they're like, yes. When Katie comes out of the party and they're like, man, you were supposed to come to my art thing and they're freaking out. First of all, the chair on the gag, the gag on the chair where he's driving the, uh, yeah. the electric scooter. Fucking hilarious. Funny, but funny when they fun. come out, it's supposed to be this huge thing of like, it's fine, I'm belting at the top of my lungs, because it's not fine. I'm glad they kept that in. Mm -hmm. But it really, from like a tonal perspective, she comes out and the two of them are not like yelling at each other. Yeah, It's a confrontational moment, but it's really just like, man, I can't believe you did this. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's not like, ah, ah, and then she goes, ah, and she's fucking belting at the top of her range. Yeah. <clears throat> I think in terms of saving that song, leaving it there was great. There's a really weird song where Karen is in the closet by herself, right? And in musicals, there's something called a reprise, where it's when the song initially comes up, when it does show up again later. Yeah. The melody's changed a little bit, but it's still like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. There's a reprise of that song. And instead of them being like, oh, you know, I'm going to have this in there because she needs a solo, and then maybe we'll throw it in later. They were just like, I'm going to turn around. Oh, bye. I'm singing again. Yeah. I fucking hated that. There's certain songs that just didn't need to be in it. Oh, Janice's character had a lot of songs where I felt like she was going to break out into a full-on mm -hmm. number, and they gave and her like two didn't. lines to sing, and then mm -hmm. it was over. Yes. Uh, it happens was... very often. Buddy is not pretend. Uh, I don't even You are that. as plastic as they come. Where she, she does like a lot uh, of talk singing, and uh, then she starts yeah. belting at the top yeah, of her Yeah, and you're lines. like, okay, this is going to build into something, and then they're like, no, And you're... then they're talking, and you're like, is this building into something, or yeah. is it nothing? And, um... Yes. There's also a weird thing where, like, I don't even remember Janice being an artist in the original one. I do. I just remember her just, like, it was, like, 2000. Timmy and I watched it a couple weeks ago. I remember. I have, like, the only, like, I was a kid when I remember. The only thing about mm. her that I remember was her being a lesbian. Yeah. So, like, that, I thought that was, the, like, the dynamic her being a lesbian, mm. Damien B. Too gay to function. And um, still a great line. Yeah, it's fantastic. Every um, time that they, like, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but every time that they did, like, harken back and hit you with the little nostalgia of, like, this line is in the original movie, but we're doing it again. It was great. They changed it a little bit, but you could tell that they were like excited to say it. So you were like, "There's one that pissed me off <laughs> so fucking much," and I don't know if we talked about it already because I told my dad about it and I told his ass. So I don't know if I mentioned it to you. I have you. no idea. Um, 
the principal's name, who's from SNL, whose name I cannot remember. Who was also in the original one. Yes. Yeah. Um, he has a scene in the original where he's in a white tank top. His hand is all bandaged up because he's about to punch glass. Yeah. He's got a baseball hat in the other hand. He's like, all the teenage girls or sophomore, junior girls, whatever. In immediately. The auditorium, immediately. And I'm like, see, that's scary. And in this, yeah. he like pulls the thing and he's wearing a suit. He's like, everyone there. Immediately. I'm like, guy, I can barely hear you. You're like, come on. Speak the You're fuck up. Actually... That was one of the well, coolest it's also scenes. Been 20 years. But I'm like, that was one of my favorite scenes in yeah. the original movie. I and you just it. did that to yeah. it. Yes. It's so, funny too because it's the same actor, so he's not hearkening back or like trying to mimic no, anyone. He just changed it he's like, hold on, I just got to be myself. Like, you could again. fucking yell. Come on, you're an actor. Get, get, get a little angry. Get mean. <laughs> Take a shot or do something. Do but act like you want to kill these fucking guys. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, they took out uh, a lot of. They took out a lot of the um, animal comparisons. They, they yeah. showed them visually, but there, there was no inner um, dialogue, no. And monologue, or whatever it's called. Of I mean, her I, thinking the animal so you comparisons hear, like, oh, were better. In this one, because I feel like, right, in the first one, I think there's one scene where they, like, mimic the there's animals like that are supposed four. to be. In this one, they're like, yeah, man, look at this. And there's, like, somebody coming up like a bird, and someone's, like, humping someone. And you're like, the animal kingdom. I get it this time. See, I just saw the Mystic Dangerous. <laughs> are you except supposed to be one, a bird, or are you a creepy except guy? Except for the one where they're in the hallway at the end fighting, where I'm yeah. like, this is very animalistic. Mm-hmm. But in the other one, there were, like, people jumping, like, jaguars oh and God. shit. And in this, they're, like, they're just beating each other's yes. asses. I have two problems, two big problems with this movie, yeah. right? And I'm, I'm going to say on the whole, it's not that I hate it. It's there's, there's a lot of problems I have with it. But on the whole, I think it's fine. It was it's, fine, but it did not need to happen. Exactly. Yes. It was not time for this. It clearly felt like, all right, so the musical was going to go on tour, and then yeah. COVID happened, so you needed, like, something just yeah. to make up for it. I get it. There's two things, two problems that I had. Number one is that uh, it's clear that they really just built this school set or they got permission to use it for a little bit. So there's a bunch of musical numbers that just happen. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I'm telling a story. I'm in the school. I'm in this very specific hallway. Yeah. Everybody's on the sides doing the same thing. And then the next scene, it looks like, familiar. I wonder if yes. they use it in other <clears throat> movies. It's just like over and over again. You'd yeah. be like, oh, here's another musical number that has nothing to do with the last one, but we're all in the same fucking hallway. It also seemed like a much <laughs> shittier school. Like, I remember the gym yeah. scene in the other one, there was like mm. all these rows that reminded oh, us yeah. of our high school. And in this one, they're like, mm. these are wooden benches. There's three rows. Everybody's upset. Deal with it. Nobody can and, sit and comfortably. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But there's also two things that really no, got, got a genuine more. laugh out of me. I got one more. One more what? One more bad one. Okay. Okay, so the other bad one is that it's... it's I said this again when we were coming out of the theater because we try to like not say all that we're thinking to save it for the podcast. Yeah. The people, the actors in this movie were not playing characters. They were trying to play the versions of the characters from the original one. Yes. So Regina was trying to be... Spin on exactly. They, yeah. She was trying to be... Well, but that was welcome. Maybe, but it felt... It, exactly. It gave this, it, almost an uncanny it, valley. Yes. It kind of gave like a little bit of an expansion onto the original roles. And there's certain exceptions, right? Renee Rapp was really good as like her own version of Regina because she took what Rachel McAdams did and then went a little further. But like the other two fucking plastics yeah both of them just felt like all right so i'm gonna be you but i'm gonna just do like a little more yeah i'm not oh uh, and it's i'm not playing a character i'm playing you but yeah. i'm gonna turn up the notch just a little bit i also find it very funny like i don't once again i don't know if it was in the musical or what but they were mm-hmm. sexualized in the original one but they turned that up to like 11 110 percent in this fucking which is film. weird i don't know if that's because they wanted to just like amplify the it fact that like these girls talk yes i don't know if it was that or it was supposed to be like Modern day teenagers, they're all on TikTok. This I don't is know what, what the fuck teenagers like. doing, but if that's it, that's fucking wild. It's it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are in our twenties. You it's see not a twenty five okay. year old do that, you're like, that makes sense. back a bit. <laughs> yes, you're fucking seventeen. What are you doing? Yeah. Go talk to your parents. <laughs> they probably miss you. <laughs> what are your two things? Um, the two jokes that really got me were when they were in the auditorium and Tina Fey started singing, and I'm like, no, she's fucking. That was hot. great. I and then, then she was like, oh, my God. oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, that was funny. She, ah! Um, and then the other one were. 
the more I think about it, the more I'm like, was it in the original? But I can't mm. remember it. Where um, I believe his name is Kevin, the Indian kid. Uh, oh, yeah. At the end, was like, get off my dick. That was and so good. I'm like, oh my god, that is the most well, yes. like, well, perfectly written mm. line to just being a fucking high school kid, just yeah. saying the dumbest shit. I, I, it had Can to you be get ad-libbed. off my dick? It had to like, be ad libbed. I believe it. it because it was it was just like the four of them together. It was just like, stop it, man, get off my dick, dude. I was like, it was so. Good. I was like, I've had that exact conversation before. Yeah, exactly. This that that was what was funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, right, to, just to to circle back, I think it didn't need to happen. We're no. in agreement on that. I think I would have liked it a lot more if they followed the musical more to a T, just because I, you know, the musical came out in like 2019. I fell in love with that shit. There's so much of it that I love. Some of it's really cringy, like the finale. I refuse to listen to, but there's some of it that's fucking great, and I feel like. In an attempt to make things more modern, they kind of ruined it for me. But at the same time, it's like, it's it's fine. It's a remake that didn't need to happen, but the fact that it did, it's, it is what it is. And I'm sure they'll do it again in 10 years. Yeah. We forgot to talk about the big one. Lindsay uh, Lohan's in this fucking movie. Yes, she is. <laughs> so, I was a bit fucked up when we watched this movie. Always. She came on the screen, and it took me about a solid 10 <laughs> seconds to not realize that it was her, but to yeah. realize I was watching the wrong version, mm-hmm. and, like, she wasn't supposed to be there, because yep. I was watching Mean Girls, and I saw her, and I go, oh, fuck, it's her. I went, yes, Lindsay, okay. And I'm like, I'm like oh, wait, fuck. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. I'm confused. No, I'm like, this is very different. I, uh, I appreciated that she was there. I think I'm a little, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm moderately bugged. Right, so I was expecting more, maybe this is the Marvel fan in me, I was expecting more cameos. Kind of the way that, like, the French teacher is one of the plastics from the musical. Okay. And then Lizzie Lohan shows up. She's the ri- original Katie. Mm-hmm. I was expecting more of, like, little stuff. Like, Rachel McAdams to just, like, bump into a kid in the hallway and be like, what the fuck are you doing? See, I wouldn't like the... the, ra- the That's what I was expecting. The Marvel cameos are kind of annoying in a way. I mm-hmm. liked how they did this. There was yes. just enough, and it was just... It, it, was, it was pleasantly surprising, not just like, oh, I'm expecting this. Yeah. This has got to happen. It's whatever. It was and like, then they gave you little things, too. Like, yeah. like Tina Fey and the principal are together. And in the first, and, the and they were together. No. Yeah, in the original one, they were like, "Oh, you know, I kind of like you or whatever shit." And he has a line where he's like, "I've been doing this for like thirty years," and I'm like, "Was it like are you the, in the same original one? Like, because then it, it he's gotta be, he's gotta be." It blurs the line. You're like, "Is this a sequel? Are we rebooting are, this? Are you all like because you're all completely the oblivious thing. to the fact that this happened to you thirty years ago and you have no fucking you're idea? repeating these? I'm fucking confused right yeah. now. It, and also, they, they were just like, "Yeah, we went to the like fan like early one just mm-hmm. to like." Get whatever, and they oh, did the this Wednesday thing we were, where they were just version? like, like I'm not a girl, obviously, but like they were like, we did like. <laughs> Thank focus, you for letting me know. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we did like focus groups and everything, and they're like, this is who we wanted to play, Aaron, and everything. His name Aaron? is Aaron. Yeah, uh, and and I'm like, he's not stereotypically like Hollywood, like good looking guy. I have no idea. So I'm like, who did you question? Or like, is that, like I'm also once again, I'm not but in high again, school anymore. Exactly. This so, movie like, is, is not that, for us. No, this movie, even though we're talking like I say that like we're 30 or we're, we're in our 40s, this movie Feels is for like people it. that are five or six years younger than we are. People who are still in high school or just getting out of it to yeah. be like, oh my god, I've seen, I've met this person in my real life. I've seen this Regina yeah. on TikTok. I also cannot picture no kids in high school now watching Mean Girls. It, and they're like, it has such a long life. Separation. And they gotta do whatever. And I'm like, you definitely don't fucking We're know We're the ones movie. that feel nostalgic about Mean yeah. Girls. And even if you want to go back, say like the people three years younger than us in that, like the, the freshmen when we were graduating, yeah. that makes sense. I get that. But the the people, the freshmen right now in high school, they're not fucking watching Mean Girls. No, I don't think they're they, on TikTok. They don't even know about it. And if they do, they don't give a fuck. Exactly. Because <laughs> they don't want to want, they want to eat hot chip. Swipe on their phone. <laughs> Timmy's laughing. <laughs> okay, so... Just, Such an just, old fucking man. It is. Yes. We are... I'm 24, and I feel like I'm in my 30s. You know what's funny? I'm 24? 
25. Yes. Yes, you're 25. Yeah. Uh, and now we're recording a podcast in your basement at your bar. Another reference that anyone who's not our age would have any fucking idea nope, what it is. not a single fucking We're clue. old now. It's official. But the bar looks nice. The bar feels nice. It does. This chair does not. No, it does not. My butt kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Movie number two. Yes. Another, a bigger disappointment, rather. Ooh. Uh, beekeeper. The yes. Beekeeper. Jason Statham, action movie, 90s schlocky shit. I didn't, I didn't get any 90s vibe. You, you're saying that because you watch YouTube videos. Yes, I didn't yes, get yes. any 90s off of this. Fuck, I had it somewhere. What, what, what was the box office? Bad. I was so prepared. It's a four-day, because MLK, the four-day like opening weekend. Do I have work on Monday? I don't know. That's not my problem. That's a good question. Uh, Brandon, Anyone at my job what was the this, budget? Stop. <laughs> what was the budget of Beekeeper? 15. 40. Talking about a different movie before. Okay. Yes, yes. The other one was 36. <laughs> okay. 40. Allegedly, right? This is information from no, Google. No, I'm talking about the movie we haven't talked about yet. Is around 15. No, that was 15, yes. Okay. That's, it, that's cheating. You can't remember. What? What's the opening weekend? The four-day opening weekend? 17. Somewhere between 28 and 37. Why? <laughs> the theater was oddly full when we went. It was. And that was the IMAX, too. So anyone who... Doesn't have A-list is paying $20 to be fucking disappointed in Jason Statham. We have been going to Dolby for so long that even <laughs> IMAX, I was like, this is going to be bad. It sucks. And then we sat and I'm like, this these are is nice. Comfortable. Yes. I like these. There's a lot of room this between be these better. rows. Besides the sound quality, I just, I like the yes. movement. Yes. The fact that the chair can move a little bit yeah. and the fact that there's you're so much spacing from the rows. half reclining where thing. You're like, where you're like, I wish I was back further or I can more. kind of see this mostly if I just move my head. If I don't care about the bottom <laughs> foot of screen, this is great. <laughs> and it sounds stellar. I fucking hate Nicole Kidman now. Yeah. I said you a meme the other day. Not a meme, but like. Her jacket's on sale, right? On sale. We should buy it and burn it. Ceremonially. Ceremonially? That's Timmy says word. yes. Timmy said it's a good Ceremoniously. idea. Ceremoniously. When she's like no longer that. at AMC, we can burn it and like kumbaya. Like. <laughs> the way that the set's set up now is I have you, and if I look a little to the left, I see Timmy laughing. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> and that was my thing. It would always be you, and then yeah. behind you, I'd see her. And every time I said something, you're like, what the fuck? She'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the beekeeper, right? Here's, here's the concept. He, he's a beekeeper, which is a secret, like, above CIA level thing where there's only one... Stop! I'm explaining the plot, okay? The beekeeper is this person who acts outside the law to protect the hive. Oh my god, the bee jokes. He has to... He can kill the queen if he has to, the president. Uh, Your spoilers. Come on. You gotta get there. I, I just... The concept is cool, right? It's a single individual who's great at everything military because I don't fucking go into any depth about the training or anything. Don't worry about it. All of it. Yeah. Team, yes. He makes SEAL Team 6 look like pussies. Okay, but he, that, the, was, that was the thing. They started, yes. he's like, I was the head director of the CIA, yes. and even I wasn't privy to these things. They're like, but the president knows. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's vice versa in real life. Like, the president yeah, the knows president shit. The president knows less than the CIA. Yeah, right? so he's or just at like, least I, the director. So he's just like, I know less, yeah. so I'm like, so clearly he's part of the Illuminati. And they're like, no, the president knows. And I'm like, you could have made this so much weirder, and you just <laughs> dialed it back. I gotta tell you, dude. Yeah. Except for a couple of action scenes that were really mm -hmm. good. I fucking hated this. Yeah, oh, uh, the acting was... Atrocious. Jason this Statham was like, writing. the way that I'm cool is I show no emotion and refuse to move my fucking skull. My name's Jason... He, he, he didn't Jason move his Statham. eyeballs at all. And they're like... Homie, homie kept his face... Ready? Homie kept his face like... My name is Jason... I can't... <laughs> I'm Jason Statham. I'm here to kick your ass. You killed my friend. <laughs> That's the wrong accent. Killed my friend. You killed. Shit, I, you I'm kind of going Australian, but I don't know what the fuck he, he is. He's Australian. Is he? I think. I don't know. They Northern. were like, "Oh, I'm hearing a little bit of Northern Isles in there," or it was like something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Is, is that he pretending it? to do a slight accent that we can't hear, but they put it in the script? Does he pretend so to have an accent always? There? always? Or is that where he's from, and you're just trying to make it a thing, so it's in his character <laughs> that he's from there, it's not just whatever? And I'm like, dude, just like, stop. Act a little bit. Yeah. He's just How about fucking you're deadpan Jason the whole time. He's yeah. just... I'm Jason Statham. Fucking dead eyes the whole this. time. Yeah. And it, it's just... Jason so, Statham. Fucking annoying. Josh, Josh Hutcherson. Stop making Just, bad movies. We saw you do good movies. Stop making bad movies. Peter. You're a great Peter, please, actor. Peter. Do better shit. Do it for us, please. Holy you fuck. have you have this potential even in Five Nights at Freddy's, right? You could have the dead face look, but you could put He's some heart behind it. He's picking the worst in this, scripts. In this, it's funny because they give him the phone, they give him the suit, they give him the ambiance, they give him the hair, and he's still like, "Yeah, man." What his eyeballs aren't doing? Yeah. It. yeah. What are we doing? Can you fucking tell me what's going on with my call center right now, dude? We gotta go to this call center. Are you? And we gotta spend like these five nights at Freddy's, and we gotta, <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm like, what are you telling me? We gotta spend these I can five tell nights at Freddy's. You're giving me the most you have with this dialogue, and I don't know if that's what it is. I don't the know if dialogue. the dialogue is shitty, and he's the only guy showing yes. up giving his heart and soul. Yes. And they're like, that's great. He's but then when the they do real ones, working. they're like, can you do a bit better? And he's like, no, this is all I got. And it's like, dude. Yes. The, I think you the dialogue were in is the problem. Games. You were in Zathura. You were in Zathura was like twenty years ago. Fantastic movie. <laughs> Fuck off. Wait, okay. wait, who directed that? That was a uh, uh, Iron Man. John Favreau. Yes, John Great Favreau. Movie. Fucking stellar. Uh, so Look, like, the dialogue was the problem. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you're telling the me he dialogue... acted better at seven than he did in fucking thirty. Yes. Why? Do better. Excited about Hutchinson the world. calling you out. Stop yelling at him. He's, He's gonna a great actor. He is. He can find this. He's a great actor. But do get can you imagine the next episode of the podcast? Scripts. We want to see more of you. Can you imagine the next episode of the podcast? You and I have to sit here, and then awkwardly, Josh Hutcherson's head comes up, and we're like, "Yeah, he answered us. He answered us, and um, he wasn't happy. But like, you know, that ain't on us. Do better, Josh." <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it, it isn't yes. like you're watching him and you're like, wow, what a bad actor. Because that's not the case. Mm. It's just it's the, the line script that he's reading. And the script. It's just, it's... No, let, that's, let, and like a couple times in this movie, yes. especially towards the end when no. he was like coked out of his fucking mind. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to kill my mom and everything. A couple lines are a little mom. weird. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. A couple things like that were weird. But the other shit, shot I'm like, he's, he's doing the most in these scenes. He's yes. giving it his all. But he's, like... In Come theory, on. <laughs> based on the way he's trying to deliver things, he is the scene stealer. He's the center of the fucking attention in, in every shot. And yet, somehow, the stone-cold, stone-faced, one or two-line delivery presidential mom is like, I have to tell him the truth. And she's the one that you're focused on when he's like in the corner going, Mom, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson's fucking freaking out, giving it 100%, and it's still not good. What was really weird for me is for what? years now, because... Like the whole like thing with people being in political office and whatever, yes. and it being okay. such a hot topic. I was very confused where you're going to um, go with that. I was expecting her to be a bit of a political statement. She had blonde hair or whatever. I'm like, oh, mm. she's like a spoof on Hillary or doing whatever. No, no. connection, Not whatever. And it was so refreshing to have <laughs> yeah. no real life connection. She was just like, I'm the president. I have nothing the, to do with anyone yeah, I'm who's the ever existed. I'm the president. I'm the president. Yeah, I, I am the present, and I and like it was just so nice for her to be like I'm in charge, and that's it. I'm not making a comparison yep. to anyone. I'm like this is this is why I go to the movies. I'm not looking for a message. And David Ayer was not trying to make a political statement. No, Same the, with the Suicide that, Squad. Yes, no political statement in that. <laughs> just Margot Robbie. That was it. <laughs> that is my statement. So let's talk about the good parts of this movie. Yeah, the action was pretty good. Jason Statham had this very specific kick that he would do where he would like throw his shoulders back and he'd like kick the fuck out of someone, kind of yeah. like a Spartan kick. That was always good when it showed up. He had a couple moments where he like, 
it's it's so specific. I, I was telling you outside of the theater where he'd bang someone's head into something. Yeah. And the sound design was so on point that like it'd be like punches and you're like, oh, this makes sense. I'm desensitized to this. And then you hear the bang of someone's head hitting a pole and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I felt that. Because they couldn't show it. So they had to make it feel exactly. it. And that was so infuriating. Yes. Every single, you're, I'm like, you're doing these gruesome mm. murders that would make John Wick kind of like twinge a little someone bit. In half. And every single time you're like, and cut, and <laughs> cut. And I'm like, no, show me what you're stop, doing. Stop it. Can don't you just Google skip if this over is rated R? Because I still don't fucking know. I have no idea. Because uh, like, if it's PG-13, I kind of get it. And I don't know if it's just that we've been seeing mainly like rated R movies or whatever. But if this is rated R and they're editing like that, what the fuck are you doing? You have the free-for-all to do so. It's rated R. Yes. And you cut off a guy's finger and you're like, and you cut and you have, oh my but God, that that's what it scene. was. The CG budget wasn't there. They couldn't fake that yes. shit. They had that to do was whatever. a good scene though. Yeah. Right? When he takes the guy's hand and he cuts it off so quickly, you're like, oh, they're not dramatizing. This isn't some big deal of them like slowly cutting a finger. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm beating the shit out of you. You don't deserve these. Thing. No yeah. fingers for you. And the guy's like, but, like, there was so much other action and everything where every single time you're like, oh this is going to be brutal. Yes. And then it just cuts and you're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> Why did you, uh, like, like, I don't know if you, uh, you've seen Hot Tub Time Machine. I don't know if any of our watchers have. I have no idea. Um, but there's this whole fucking machine. story arc in that yeah. where in the present, this dude's missing an arm. And this bald dude the entire time, his character's name is Lou, uh, is a complete asshole. Mm -hmm. And the entire time, the guy who's missing an arm is doing shit like doing chainsaw tricks with an ice sculpture. And he throws it up and he slips. And he goes, hey! And then it lands next to him. He's like, ah, oh, fuck! Why would you take that from me? <laughs> and like that's how I felt in this movie. Every time they went oh to go kill God. someone, I'm like, where is the gore? You yeah. set that up for See, such a good payoff. It's exactly what you said. right? The CG budget was clearly not there. or They tried to keep things cheap because I believe it was a budget I said of 30. Yeah. There were two specific scenes where you notice it, right? It, it's little things where the way that, like, this guy's body got pulled with a truck. You could see he, like, ragdolled. He was just a CG fucking pixel that flew away and whatever. Yeah. There's two specific scenes that showed it a bit more, right? There's a part where a bunch of SWAT guys are in an elevator, and the elevator falls down. One of the SWAT guys tries to jump out. He gets cut in half, and his body kind of does, like, a bouncy ball yeah. where he goes cut, and then he bounces along a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, wow. That's not even shaded correctly. Yeah. I can tell that that is something you just placed in there, and it doesn't look like the lighting in the scene. You gonna talk about the worst one? Uh, the worst one was the building. Nope, no, it wasn't. That to me was the worst one. Okay. The building where they were like, "I'm gonna blow up this building. I'm gonna light it on." And the whole time, you're right. He's like, "I'm gonna light this on fire. Anyone get out?" They're like, okay, he's gonna light it, and it's gonna explode. He gets outside, and it looks like it looks like they took a building, a video of a building, and they took a gif of an explosion, and they went perfect. They put it right on top. Only thing that I will say that made that better is I noticed it, and I went. That looks a bit shit. Yep. And then I looked at the floor and I'm like, they have actual rubble there. So they went into like the effort mm -hmm. to, it, to make it look like the explosion something happened. Yes. So that there's something on the floor. But then later but on, then they just threw the, the fucking on elevator yep. scene where they all just blow up in there and this dude falls out halfway and it cuts him in half. And you see him go, ah, and you can see the moment they cut and remove his leg <laughs> digitally. Yes. And then they place, pasted a blood PNG yes. on the thing. And it's so funny. And they had the sound. It went. And I'm like, no, nah, man, no, nah, that <laughs> that's ain't not it. real. No. I know that that's <laughs> you a, cannot do that's that. That's a Shutterstock that fucking thing was right 2D there. That 2D, and I saw them do this. They went pop into existence, scale down. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too because you look at the guy, you hear that, and then when he comes in, his contrast is so much higher than the entire rest of the scene yeah. that you see him bounce. And there's people standing there being like, oh my god, what happened? Yeah. And then me being the viewer is like, what the fuck was yeah. that? I'm, I could have done that. And I don't know if you watched them or whatever, but the no. uh, Corridor Digital yes, has I the whole thing long time. With, with their like animation and like stunts and whatever, and they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to review these CGI scenes. Yeah. They have to do the Beekeeper because some of it is fucking awful. Some of it and is I'm really just, bad. I'm waiting for it. I just, this is the nail in the coffin. 
right? I, I, I haven't deliberately gone out of my way to watch a lot of David Ayer movie or uh, content that he's created. Yeah. But this is this to me was the nail in the coffin of being like, you know, maybe your Suicide Squad was not as good as you claim it to be. Yeah. Maybe it was not the ma- fucking magnum opus that Warner Brothers destroyed. Maybe you're just like a mediocre director that they keep giving a really big budget to. Maybe. I mean, that, was that to be... Get there in another episode. <laughs> Never mind. We'll, we'll... The DC list is coming. I was going to say this. Superhero movies in general have a habit of being like, let's give this to a big name director. Fuck, it didn't do good. Let's give it to someone who's going coming up and coming yeah. and doing whatever. Whatever happened to the middle guy? Who just makes good movies? Yeah. You don't have to sit here and go, here's $200 million to the new guy or to the yeah. to fucking James Cameron. But you can go, you've made like 20 solid movies. Yeah. None of them have done super well, but none of them have yeah, bombed. No. Here's $50 million. Yeah. No, you don't have to be like Perfect. Christopher Nolan. Here, make another Batman trilogy. You don't got to be like, hey, Quentin Tarantino, make a Superman film, but make it edgy. Like, here's $300 I, no, million. No one wants that. Nobody. It's not going to yes. work. Just, just give it makes good movies. Not even that. Doesn't give mean it he makes good movies. Give it to someone who comes to you and is like, look, I have an idea for an Iron Man 4 movie. It's going to be a different Iron Man, but you're going to love it. How did this right? happen again? What? Talk we're about talking about movies? Mean Girls and the Bee Killer, and we're the talking beekeeper. about Bee Keeper. Has to kill and, the queen. He's a queen killer. And we're still talking about movies. We're going to get there. On the next okay. Uh, the last film of the day. Iron Claw. The Iron Claw, yes. The best movie one, on the list. Yes. And the one I wish I didn't watch. On a budget of $15.9 million, how much did it make opening weekend? 70. Six. 76? Or just six? Six. Six? This is what Google tells me. I'm, I, I, I'm not Okay, gonna... but it hasn't been opening. How much has it made in total? Because, like, the Iron Claw came enemy. out during that, like, whole, like... Oh, it's an A24 film, too. Yeah. No. Is it? Okay. Oh, no, Saltburn wasn't, but everyone thought it was. 27 mil on a 15 million budget, which means it's in the red by a little bit. Is it marketing? Probably, yeah. But I'm, I'm sure now it's on streaming, Second Life yeah. on streaming. I'm sure it's fine. Because I'm sure it, they at least broke even. It was such a niche film, but like you and me went to go see it because we went, based on the trailer, this looks like a well-made movie. Neither of us are fans of wrestling. I don't Not give a at fuck all. about no. the WWE. Um, Zach... Zach Efron, um, like he put on like twenty pounds of muscle. Yeah. He looks homie is gigantic. Fucking weird. There's lip from Shameless is in this. Who's yep. also from the Bear. He, I love him as an actor. Let's see what's going on with this. Yes, most depressing fucking movie. Oh my god. So I have ever seen. I, I almost rather watch the boy in the striped pajamas. Almost. <laughs> that's, not quite. That's close. But almost. I would say I I love this a lot. Right. There's two sides. Right. There's the comical side of me, and there's there's the enjoyment side. The enjoyment side is like, man, this is a drama. A24, it wasn't too long of a runtime. A lot of the characters in it were compelling. And the way that they showed and the way that they blocked out a lot of the scenes, I could be like, look, man, I fucking understand what Zac Efron's going through because his dad's a piece of shit. But then the cynical part of me is like, man, how many of these brothers can really kill themselves? How many of these brothers can commit suicide until they're like, this is too The much. first one happened. And then that, the- one, that one made sense. That one caught me off guard. I was like... Fuck. And then the second one became mentally handicapped. Yep. And I'm like, well, at least he's not dead. <laughs> he fucking killed himself. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And then oh, no, I'm he like, killed himself. He died. No, he killed himself. No, he died in Japan. No, the his, first his, his stomach was all fucked up. Yeah, he didn't kill. He died. Oh the, no, the, the disabled. Body. Yes. Damn. The mentally handicapped yes. one killed himself because he wasn't always mentally handicapped, and he ate all of his pills and walked off into the night. Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> And then the last one... And, no, hold on. There's also the other brother who died before the movie even started, but they're like, remember that dead brother? <laughs> That's and, so fucked and up. And then the last one, he's like, I'm going to end it, man. And he's like, Dad, you got to go check on... Like, that's for you and your brother. brothers to decide. Yeah, yeah, that's on you guys. And then he shows up and he's just like... He shows up as he does yeah, it, Yeah, and he's like, he blew his fucking brains out, man. And he's like, it was on you. He's like, you weren't here. He's like, I told you. Dude, so in the end of this movie, right, for, so for context for the people, so right? so upsetting. 
you're at the last like 20 minutes <laughs> of the movie. Uh, the brother died when they were five or when the brother was five. Another brother died because he was in Japan. He was this big WWE star. He winds up dying in the hotel room. Uh, then a disabled brother is disabled. He takes all his pills. He's like, I don't want to live anymore. Okay. Then you have this really sweet scene of all of them like in heaven together. And you're like, this is a little weird, but I get it. Yeah. And then he doesn't die. So he doesn't meet them, which is weird. Yeah. Then you get to the end and, and this dad, who's a piece of shit, who's, who, he's not abusing them, but he's like forcing them into his dream. The thing that he wanted to do yeah. and guilting them every single fucking step along the way. Yeah. When the last brother shoots himself, you have this huge dramatic scene of like Zach Efron holding his body and like putting him on the table and they like have this moment together. And he like he goes to strangle his dad, and he's like, "You did this. I, you were there next to me. I was throwing my fucking hand up. I was I'm like, like I was gonna, gonna kill this guy. This guy is a piece of shit. You're he caused all this. me that a Zac Efron, who's playing a wrestler, who is so fucking large that if he <clears> threw <throat> an elbow and got a little bit too close to you, you're probably dead. <laughs> yes. And he's on top of his fucking sixty-year-old dad, who spent his whole life getting beat up, so probably can't move that well to begin with. Nope. And just putting all of his weight into choking him the fuck out for a solid 30, 40 seconds. Yes. And you're telling me that neck didn't break? Yes. Not that he suffocated I, him. That neck should have shattered. I've never rooted in a drama setting. I've never rooted for somebody I was like, to kill, kill someone more. I was like, like dude. Do it. I was like, he fucking deserves it. He treated you like shit. He fucking do your anger. He strung <laughs> you around for your dream and then he fucking threw you to the yep, side for your brother you because he was younger. Because he fuck could that. talk to the public and you exactly. were awkward. And you were scared. Because of your bowl cut. And <laughs> This movie as a whole, man. It was really weird that like I he enjoyed it. He wasn't the villain, but like he was the villain. Ric Flair <clears throat> was in this movie, and they're like you're going up against Ric Flair, and uh, like it was whatever. And he had like this one scene where yeah. he was like talking shit and everything, but the dad was clearly the bad guy. Mm. But because of like the way that wrestling worked and everything, mm. he was just always kind of like there. And I'm like, so like, do they hate him? Is this just for the I'm story? I'm confused as to what's is going what's on happening? here. And what's really funny is this movie showed me really what the power struggle was to actually move up in wrestling. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. More than any of the other shit. So, like, mm. I watched, like, All in the Family with Florence Pugh uh, oh, like, yeah. a that couple was, months ago. Rock. That was, like, yeah, the rock. years ago. And, like, it was it was a good movie. Yeah. And in that, like, you had to, like, try and everything. And I don't know if it's just because, like, you know, there's a 40-year gap. That's the one that's dating Ronnie Radke, right? Yeah. What? The, the girl that that movie's about. Paige. Oh, she changed her name. What, what's the name of the movie? She's dating Ronnie. What's the name of the movie? All uh, Fighting with Family or something. Fighting with family. Yeah, she changed her name. Her name is Soraya. She's dating Ronnie Radke. They've been dating for like four or five years. Wow. Since 2018. Yeah. You didn't know that? Wow. <laughs> what a couple. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. No one who's watching this knows who the fuck Ronnie Radke is. Living probably. singer falling in reverse. Uh, so let's, let's circle back a little bit. I love this movie. But it's one of those movies I never need to watch ever again. Oh, never! It was, it, was, never. it was one of those. It's the only holdover I think from 2023 that we wanted to see that like we didn't yeah. entirely forget about. It was like a couple of days after New Year's, we were like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's go to the movies." It's gonna be one of those things where we watch another movie like a year or two down the line, and it like has some comparison. And I'm like, "Remember the Iron Claw where all those fucking brothers died? Well, this is this like that, like <laughs> and uh, like that's it. That's gonna be the yeah. only thing." I love maraschino cherries. I'm sorry, I don't like mine. It's horrible because it tastes like bourbon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you tried the ones that are soaked in vodka? So much worse. Is it vodka or absinthe? It's <laughs> <laughs> are two very different I had things one of them and burned like a motherfucker. I'm sure. It sounds horrible. It's bad. Okay. But then you have the second one, and the first one hits so hard, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> I fucking love maraschino cherries. Okay, so, Iron Claw. Uh, I'm at the point, I, I don't have much else to say about it. Like, I enjoyed it. 
I never need it, to watch it, it again. It was written so well. It was it directed was. beautifully. It was acted it fucking great. It had such a very cool aesthetic. They were so into it. They cared so much. But I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I understand that you, you had a very great time making this movie, but I hated your movie. The only question I have is, was the oldest brother the main character from 2017? 1917? No. Are we sure? Yeah. <laughs> Feels like you want to Google that, but you don't want to commit to it. No. Okay. No. Um, I'm just using the the hope that I have for my own brain. Okay, because he looked familiar, and I didn't know why. Uh, everybody in this movie. Looks I familiar. love how they're like, "I'm vomiting blood profusely at your wedding." You should go to the you doctor. To, no, man. No, I'm I fine. don't. I'm gonna go to Japan instead. Yeah, in you the should 70s. probably skip that. Ah, no, that's yeah. You okay? You, you gotta go. It's you the seventies. Go. You should go to the yeah. hospital so that way you're okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna fly to Japan, smoke cigarettes, and get drunk every day instead. And, and then I'm get gonna go rental. in the fucking kidney. And then he threw up enough His to die. His intestines ruptured. What? How does that happen? <laughs> I'm so, I can't believe this happened to your brother. What how does that happen? And then the dad comes outside. And he goes, "Somebody's got to take your brother's place." <laughs> your job is literally to get beat the fuck up. I what just, do you mean? How does that happen? I wish Zac Efron killed him. I wish Zac Efron killed the dad. We should talk about how the dude who played Lip. And Seamus, I keep forgetting his name. Um, yes, in, I know. In the, bear, in the bear. Lost his fucking foot and then still went on the wrestle? Yeah. And in like, the WWE. People didn't even know? Yeah. Like, we know because we watched the movie, mm -hmm. but, like, watching it, it was what I mean, like, obviously in the movie, he's just wearing a boot, like, yeah. his foot's there. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, it, it's just, like, it looked good, obviously, because mm -hmm. it was real foot in the boot, but I'm saying, like, if it looked like that in real life, that, yes. that, that's crazy. You're saying that there was a champion who was missing a fucking an foot. An amputee that no nobody fucking said anything about. Knew, and it was wild. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. There was there was so much imagery in that movie that I was like, man, like like the scene yeah. of him, uh, the one brother's driving down the road on his motorcycle, and it's also it's like the opacity's down to like twenty percent, and you have the road overlaid on top of him driving, and he's like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and it's mostly silent except for the sound of the the engine. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I was like, you made me depressed. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that how depressed it. he is. I saw that. And I'm like, oh, it's really funny. Zac Efron won that title. He wouldn't have went out, and he'd have both feet. Yep, and that's what's weird about it is that mm -hmm. they kept calling it a curse. But if he just won, it would have been fine. If you just fucking stuck to the original plan and yeah. gave the son who dedicated his entire life to becoming a wrestler, yeah, none of this would have happened. No. Instead, look, you tried to you skipped in at every turn, and then this son died, and this son died, and this son died, and now you're stuck with the one. One scene where he got like pile driven or whatever into the concrete <sighs> on the side of the ring. I fucking felt that he went, <gasps> and I was like. Oh my God! His he, career's done. Yeah, um, I, cause I don't, I don't know the history. I don't care about no, wrestling. Not so a, I'm like, not a he's chance. a paraplegic now. Yes. And then he was, I was like, huh? I'm like, he's so strong. He's fighting through the fact that his back is probably Broken. exploded yes. right now. And then he's like, no, I'm fine. It just hurt. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Okay, get off. <laughs> get the fuck just up. A shock. Sure, it's like a concussion. Get the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's just he, he's, his arms are like he's. I can't say the fuck that out. I got pile drived into a concrete nope. floor, so I got you can't say that I ever want to be. No, that's okay. I mean, I'll like, I'll pass. you know, I've like fucking fallen on ice and had my like air knocked out of me, and that doesn't feel good. That's I'm, the worst I'm wearing feeling. pads. You know what's like, horrible? I haven't felt this in a very long time. But when we would play rec soccer, and I was like, in like seventh or eighth grade, no, and you get a somebody fucking wails the shit out of that ball and the ball hits you right in the stomach but it also oh hits you in the stomach. Oh my god, yeah. The wind's taking out of you and everyone's still running you just gotta be like... <laughs> and then and the like ref you, has to stop everything and you're like... <laughs> but you're panicking and you have to and you want to breathe in so hard yeah. but you really have to breathe out more mm -hmm. in order to get like the rest yes. of that air out and then you can finally breathe in. What's really funny is the when you get feeling. hit like that though like at least from my experience mm -hmm. in like sport and whatever um, some of the wildest hits where you're like holy fuck, are you okay? 
usually don't hurt. No. It's just, you just a walk weird away from movement. It fine. And then like those other ones where you're just like, boom, and you're down and you're like, oh yeah, holy fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the solid hit straight on straight. And, and, and you just, it, it's like, you like, fall over and you're like, like you do a flip or whatever. It's just like, yeah, but you go right and you're like, ah, <laughs> someone blow a whistle. <laughs> I can't get, get me, I need five minutes. And That's they're like, no I man, need. get the fuck up. Somebody got a bottle of water, I orange slices. I'm, I remember this hit when I was playing hockey. I think it was not even in high school, like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. I got fucking demolished and I'm sitting there on the ice just, uh, and I lift my head up I'm like are they not gonna blow the whistle no okay and I got up and because I got up I finished the game never went to the doctor for concussion protocol but every time after that I got hit I got incredibly dizzy Ooh. and then couldn't play the game anymore properly because I'm like I'm just gonna like I, I started getting like PTSD from it because I'm like I'm yeah. gonna start like spinning again just mm. because I, did, I just kept playing through the concussion. Yeah. Because the ref was just like, nah, you're fine. So I was like, I guess I'm fine. You're like, I'm 12, but I guess you, it's fine. You're just a ref who's like 35, probably <laughs> an alcoholic, sitting here right now drunk as fuck, refing some kids. So like, you know better than me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in everything that you have to say. <laughs> okay, so how does it feel to be back in 2024? We had a very eventful day. I feel like every time I'm that we... I'm feeling a bit alive again. We were very yeah. tired because we were doing a lot today, setting up the yes. new thing, cleaning a lot. Every time that we do a new kind of set or something, we wind up having these entire days where we're cleaning. Yeah. The first time around in June last year, it was cleaning up my house and then figuring out a set for there. And then we like, you know, we've told the story that we're ants and then we like set up a set and then we took the set apart and then we set it up a different Which way. It's crazy because we cleaned the entire basement today. Not a single ant. And it somehow took just as much time <laughs> as the ant fiasco. Yes, it did. <laughs> but then again, we did find acorns shoved in a boot. Oh, yeah. And yeah. mouse poop. Mouse poop or squirrel poop, because like yeah, I don't know if mice eat nuts, but squirrels do. I don't know what mice eat. Are they carnivores, <laughs> omnivores? What the fuck are they? Mice you... eat other mice. Mm. Ask Stewart. Mighty mouse. So what? Or little. <laughs> it's a mouse. Oh, we're talking about mice. God damn it! My brain immediately just, just went to Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom okay. and Jerry. So so, twenty twenty four. The new set. We're we're at the bar. We're at Brendan's house. Uh, let us know what you think about the set. Yeah. We like it. It's very different. It's not as convenient, but it's very. For you, it's not. For me, it is. Oh, no, I, I mean in terms of the set. Usually, Before the old set, we could just, you know, we move a couple oh, things yeah. and we left it. Now yeah. it's we have to take things apart a little I mean, bit. We don't even... It's not for them. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to take things apart necessarily. No, we, we, I mean, we have to break some stuff yeah. down, but overall, not a big deal. And I mean, we're going to see in the edit how much easier it is versus before. Your glasses. Uh, good call. <laughs> fuck. We need some not clear glasses. Oh, you know what's even worse is this. Yeah, yeah. Fridge. Fridge. Old beer to go. Okay, uh, Brendan, do you remember what we did last week? You mean a month ago? No. Nothing. <laughs> okay, so the last thing that we did in terms of uploading was we talked about our favorite movies of the year for 2023. A little bit about we the, had a really the podcast great time. did. Yes, exactly. Years, we, we talked about... Which will be the last time we do that for a while. The podcast in review. Uh, yes, we talked about the history of the podcast a little bit. I'm sure around October we'll get back... We'll circle back to that on the anniversary a little bit. Maybe. We're not going to dedicate to an episode. There's not enough updates. We're not going to dedicate an episode to it until we hit like 1,000 or 10,000 or whatever. Which could be sooner. Ideally. Make it happen. Brennan, do you know what's coming up next? February. Do you know what we're doing in February? (laughs) Is it a Marvel list? Tell everybody what we're doing. The thing I've been so excited for for fucking years. Miguel has had a hard-on since October to review all of the Marvel cinematic timeline. Yes. Kevin Feige had to go and fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been talking about doing the MCU tier list slash rank it. We're going to call it a tier list, but we'll rank it at the end of all of the Marvel stuff, including what is technically fucking... It's all confusing. Yeah. Right? It's the MCU and then a couple movies. It's technically canon. What could be canon will be canon. 
like no what will be is not what we are doing we're doing what is be not what will be <laughs> is to be or not is to be so next week we're gonna have, for me next week we're gonna have part one of the mcu tier list phases one through three because that's gonna be a fucking thing in itself and then following that will be phases four and five and then i think that's a really spectacular way to like fucking catapult into 24 yeah uh and then we just need to fucking zoom up to a thousand subs yeah well we're not rushing we're having a good time no, we're rushing all right, we're rushing. Yeah, make it happen. Make next it month. fucking happen, man. Make it next week, tomorrow, we need to be there. Can you imagine if we woke up tomorrow? Woke up to double the amount of and subscribers, a million subscribers, and Josh Hutchinson was like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> Hops on X and like ats us, and we're like, "We don't." Or even like funnier, just like you guys are right, man. <laughs> oh, what am be I like, doing? I found your number on Google. I understand where you're coming. I needed from. this. I'm gonna do better. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? You guys want to come into the premiere Five Nights at Freddy's? Be on the podcast. I'd like to talk about this. <laughs> I'd like to defend myself. Sure, Josh. I'm just saying, come over my house to my basement. Let's do this. Podcast. <laughs> we can order a pizza like we did an hour ago. <laughs> do you like pepperoni or plain? <laughs> okay, I've been Miguel. I'm Brendan. And thank you for watching episode 88, folks. We'll see you next week. Woo!